This podcast replay is brought to you by Craig Zins, Acura Pembroke Pines. Visit the number one volume Acura dealership in the Southeast United States 12 years in a row at 15601 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines. All righty. Welcome aboard, folks. Time to rock and roll and have some fun on a Friday. You made it, man, right? You made it. It's a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful that, you know, you've got even a, a Friday where there's less panic. We've got media members and talking heads scrambling all over the place, trying to backtrack from some really bad hot takes on, you know, cap crisis and stuff like that, stuff that really was never going to happen because we kind of told you about so. You know, kind of fun stuff that we've got going on here at Craig's Inns, Acura of Pembroke Pines. Yes, sir. End of the month. We're right towards the end of the month here, so we uh, come on out here and make some great deals. Number one volume sales dealership in the Southeast United States. Sean Stanley is by my side. How you feeling, Sean? You feeling good? I am doing good. Feeling good? All right, all right. I like to see that. Saw Manny Navarro was uh, making his broadcast debut yesterday. That was actually pretty cool, doing a little FIU. Did you see that? Uh, let's see. Uh, where are we at here? The Dolphins have informed Xavier Howard he'll be cut at the start of the new league year. Yeah. Um, um, hey, um, two years behind. That's Omar Kelly reporting. Two years behind us. Two years ago. Okay, you're my witness. And a lot of you, the hardcore, two years ago we told you they will cut Byron Jones next year and they will cut X the following year. Okay? I'm really boring on this show. I'm not going to tell you about cap drama. Why? Because there is no cap drama. As I told you, there wouldn't be any cap drama. And so I'm glad that everybody else is now catching up that X is going to be cut this, this offseason. Uh, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. You're two years behind us. And seriously, you can, uh, any of the hardcores that are there, Ragin knows. He's been around two years. Gus Gus1388 knows. He's been around two years. One Eyed Jack's uh, one of the newer ones. Chad's been around even longer. I know that. So some of you out there that have been around, you know what I'm talking about. Jay Gelfin's been long. He's been around for maybe almost two decades now, right? Something like that, Jay. Anyway, so, yes. We told you two years ago that, that, that Xavier Howard would be cut this offseason. Anyway, so a lot of things to talk about. We got a lot of, you know, on a day that it's an offseason – there's a lot of dolphin stuff to talk about too that um, I ran into, so uh, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome aboard to the program, Manny Navarro. By the way, will join us at the top of the hour once again. I apologize for the late start. Uh, as you all know, I've, uh, I'm recovering from my foot surgery that I had Achilles and uh, a a bone spur surgery that was stabbing one of my tendons that controls one of my toes. And so uh, we had to get rid of all that stuff. And so now I'm in a, in a boot for about six weeks. Uh, two, Monday, by the way, they take off the stitches, bitches. 
Yeah. I love it. So we get the stitches off on Monday. We'll get a little progress report. You know, there's a chance that I might be able to drive after week four, maybe week five or six, if, if my foot has made progress. I can tell you this. I can feel like I can put a little more pressure on my foot. So it, it already feels like I'm making a lot of progress. So because of that, my incredible and phenomenal wife has to literally finish work and then get in the car and bring me to a broadcast. So this is why we're later than normal. Today would have been a 10 a.m. broadcast, but uh, we have to do the afternoon. So there'll be a couple of them. we got a Canesware broadcast coming up. It'll be also in the afternoon around 3.30, same time. All right, so uh, starts at, at 3.30. YouTube is wrong. No, it's not. YouTube's not wrong. It says there, positive news for Miami Dolphins, where Mike McDaniel can learn something. Friday show, 3.30 p.m., 2.23.24. That's what the headline says. Okay? So, I don't know. I don't know, Dan. I don't know if you can't read. Maybe you have a problem reading with the headline of the entire show. You know, that's a good way to find out when the show is starting on the headline. It says what it's, at what time it's starting that day. I don't know if you guys know that. But when you click... If you actually take the time to read the headline, it tells you everything. Isn't that a wild concept, Sean? Just by reading, you get educated. The more you know, isn't, isn't that the way the commercial goes with the little star and the rainbow? The more you know. It's amazing. You just read. Just look at the headline. Positive news for Miami Dolphins. Where Mike McDaniel can learn something, Friday show, 3.30 p.m., 2.23.24. I think all the information is right there. You read that and it's got to tell you right away. You know, I think the show starts at 3.30. Anyway, BX is number one. Is that is that how it registers there on the on the real one that you got there? BX. I've never even seen this one. This is like a you're like a newbie and you're the number one. That's that's special BX. Thirty million dollar cap increase for 24-25 season, 255. Wow, it's a beautiful thing. We'll talk about that. Jay Hurd is in. Thank you for all you do and continued passion for the Finns and Miami sports in general. God bless you and yours. Thank you, Jay. Much love to you, sir. Dude 67 in the house. Brooklyn Rob. Friday by the dip. Oh. We got to talk. I've been doing something wrong, and I've given away several hundred dollars doing it, and some of you are doing the same thing, and we need to get smart here, folks. We need to save money. And I'm out to save you money, okay? If you don't have a Cash App account, get the Cash App account, okay? Why do I tell you this? It's the best way to buy Bitcoin. I said it. All right, so wherever you buy Bitcoin, you're going to have a gas fee for buying it, right? One, two percent, three percent, whatever it is, right? 
no matter what website, crypto.com, Binance, you name it, wherever you buy it, BitGet, whatever, you're going to pay something, right? And then eventually you're going to transfer how many, how much Bitcoin you collect to your, to your um, uh, wallet, right? To your cold storage wallet, correct? And you're going to pay a gas fee for that transfer. Sometimes it's 16 bucks. It could be up to like $25, $30 now. So don't buy any more your Bitcoin on crypto.com and on BitGet and on, uh, on, uh, on Binance and uh, Kraken or whatever site you may use, okay? Because you're going to buy it there and you're going to pay a fee like everybody else does. That's normal, okay? And then you're going to pay the transfer fee. On Cash App, and thank, thanks uh, to somebody out there, I forgot which one of you, sh you know, told me exactly that you can do it. You can't transfer your Bitcoin there to your cold storage wallet, but you have three options. You have an immediate option that you pay a certain price. You have a secondary option. You pay a, a nominal price. And then you have a third option that is free. So you save yourself that fee. Could be 10, 12 bucks. Could be $30. The last time I moved a, a bunch of Bitcoin from crypto.com to my cold storage wallet, I paid around 26, 30 bucks or something like that. I've done that several times over the years. So I've given away several hundred dollars. And so the, for those of you doing, and it's super easy to buy Bitcoin on Cash App. Takes two steps, boom, 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 you buy it. And then when you want to send it, you get your, you know, your address from your cold storage wallet. You copy and paste it and put it there and then send it. As long as you have, once you get to 0. 0.0001 of a Bitcoin and over, you can send. And you pick the third choice for free. And it never even takes 24 hours. I've seen it take 10 minutes. I've seen it take 25 minutes. I've seen it take an hour. So really, the way Cash App does it, it's the most convenient way to buy Bitcoin. And you know what I did? I did a recurring thing too. So I set it to buy a couple bucks every week. 25 bucks, boom. And you can have it recurring and just never have to worry about it. And then when it collects a certain amount, just move it over to your cold storage wallet. And you get it off. Remember, you always get your, your, your crypto off exchanges. So now that I'm saving you a little money doing that, easiest way to do it, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, John Padilla, wake up, everyone. There you go. Jay Gelfin, Shabbat Shalom, Orlando. Sean and chat crew, let's hope for a peaceful weekend and a bunch of Miami wins. Amen to that. Sneak Attack says, ending the weekend right with my brothers, Big O and Sean. Everyone, don't panic. Buy the dips also. But more importantly, smash the like button. Thank you, sir. Adolfo Foliaco. I was the second. Like, please, check the like button. There you go. Dan is in the house. Ray Sosa, Miami 305. Stetson O, Tony Masker. Lord Warden. Jamie Zoria out in San Jose. Actually, he's in San Luis Obispo, California. I hope everyone's having a great week. Orlando, I hope you're doing better. Remember to smash the like button. Thank you, thank you. Steven Gonzalez. Captain Saki is out there. Ron on the all-night telethon. Brian Landis, Cosa Nostra. 
Angelo De Jesus. Thank you, sir. Daniel Berry, Gus Gus1388, Joseph, Jason G. Of course, everything you've been saying is coming to fruition as it begins with Ogba. Told you he'd be gone too, yeah. Uh, Ray Varnicus, but that one's easy. Telling you that X will be cut two years from now. I mean, the only thing that tops that is that Brian Flores is getting fired in the middle of a winning streak. But, you know, we have our days here on the show. Uh, Andrew Weitzel, welcome aboard, my friend. Brian Landis, oh, I could live in your backyard. Of course you can. All you have to do is call Cutter's Edge Pro, and they will make a backyard you can live in. Uh, Marcellus Temple, thank you for the love. The Ragin' is in. One-Eyed Jack, Popeye, Eddie Elvire, Marcellus Tempo. Nothing wrong when gloating when you're right. Yeah, but remember, you got to be humble and, and also, uh, uh, what's it called, admit when you're wrong. That's, that's the key. The key is being humble and make sure you admit you're wrong too. And I have zero issues with that. I'm the first guy to tell you when I'm wrong on something. So that's the beauty. Chad is in the house. Thank you, Chad. Howdy. Oh, it's hilarious how the media pundits panic about the cap drama. Told you there was no reason to panic. Uh, Pucci says, I argue with O, keep X. And he was right. I was wrong, but... Still would have kept him. Uh, they'll, you know, Pucci, I think they would keep him. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me, let me get to the bottom of the list. I think they would keep him. What's the theme that I'm looking for? Come on. It's three words. Uh, let's see how loyal. Let's see how much you pay attention. They would keep X. They would. Three words that we have some fun with. Anybody got it for me? I'll give you two clues. Cook and Taylor. Cook and Taylor. It's three words. What is it? Three words. There we go, one-eyed Jack. I effing love you, bro. Dude 67 coming in. Low-hanging fruit. Come on, man. We're talking about the two-year, the two-year GM that sneaks in that second year to control your ass. We're talking about Chris Greer. Low-hanging fruit. So if X wants to go out there and think he's going to go get market value and all that, You've what, what is what does Chris Gary say? You've earned that right to be a free agent, right? You know when he tells you that, it's like, hey man, we got you. We understand you've earned that right. It's a really nice way of saying, go test the market, dude. So yeah, they would bring X back, but it's those three magical words. If it ain't those three magical words. X is not coming back to the Miami Dolphins. 
So those images he had of playing with his friend Jalen Ramsey and having the best combo and all that stuff, uh, not going to happen. Not going to happen for him, unfortunately. You know? So as long as he wants that low-hanging fruit, then yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. That's, that's him right there. Uh, Big O, I hope that McD is able to learn so far. He hasn't shown he can learn in many areas, says Brett Dodger. I agree. I agree. We got something on that, too, today we're going to talk about. Again, there was some stuff. Alexis says, really, I have Cash App. Yeah, dude, best way to buy Bitcoin. I'm an idiot. I should have figured that shit out a while ago. I would have saved myself. I would have had a little more Bitcoin. The couple of hundred dollars that, I would have, that I've spent in, in shipping stuff over to my cold storage wallet, I could have saved all that money and bought Bitcoin with that. It has a third option that's free. It says from zero to 24 hours. Zero minutes to 20. Because it doesn't know how long it'll take. It depends on the traffic on the, on, the, on the blockchain. So it doesn't put a priority on it. But it goes through quickly. So really is cool. Uh, Andrew says, anyone who listened to your show yesterday should know the show was going to be at 3.30. Yeah, but not everybody listens every day, Andrew. Some people are hardcore, and I love you all. Sean and I have incredible appreciation for you all that truly listen and watch the shows, not just, you know, I appreciate those of you that watch just a segment or an interview or whatever, and that's what you want to do. But I know a lot of you that watch the show because the sh- inside the show is going to be information. It's not all going to be inside what rant or inside a an interview that's what people don't understand a lot of times you know so there you go some of these youtube dolphin creators are coming up with some crazy it's the off season that's all and they all they see i can go talk about the heat and then i could go talk about inner miami and then i can talk crypto and i could talk music and i could talk about all kinds of shit you know what i mean and that's the difference on this show but when you're stuck and you only talk one sport, and now you're in the offseason, now you got to come up with all kinds of shit that makes no sense, like that stupid waddle talk. And the, fact that, and the fact that the media entertains it, it tells you how desperate they are for content. So I know it's boring, but I don't do those kind of things. I'm not going to try to draw up sensationalism about the cap when I, I know what's going on. I'm going to tell you, they'll be fine this year. There's, that's not a concern. It gets a little harder next year. And then impossible in 2026. And I, by the way, have I not been saying that since last year? Right? For over a year, I've been saying that. That this year would not... Last year, I told... Last year, I told all of you, okay... Last year, I told all of you that this offseason would not be a cap problem, that the next year would get a little challenging, and then in 26 is when Tua's contract will fully kick in. It'll be a pain in the ass. You'll be able to get rid of Armstead two years from now. You'll be able to dump a couple of things, but the Waddle contract, all kinds of stuff is going to kick in. Um, um, Your safety, uh, you know, Hunt, like Hunt, you'll have a low number this year. It'll pick up next year. That'll make it more difficult next year. Things will get a little harder next year. Don't let the media just, they they have to do this, bro. They have to do this. They have to like take it step by step and play the 
sensationalism game and and play the oh maybe this will happen and then they you know you play both sides of it well you know it'll happen but maybe if not and then they try to cover their ass not me i just walk out on the plank i'm either right or wrong i don't play both sides i just tell you hey they'll cut x in two years they'll cut byron jones next year i'll just tell you that and I'll tell you next, last year that this offseason is not going to be a cap issue. You know, I'll just tell you that, and that's it. Just leave it at that, and it's boring. Instead of me trying to create shows the last couple of weeks of, oh, my God, are they going to be able to get under the cap? Are they going to be able to get a, you know, like they got to write articles like that, like they got to do talk shows that way. I'm not doing that, bro. Just not doing that. I don't need to. Don't care. I'll move on and talk about Inter. And then I'll talk about the Miami Heat, and I'll talk about the Panthers, and, you know, that's it. That's what we'll do. We'll just move on and stay realistic in the whole thing instead of just trying to chase, uh, you know, clicks. So we're not going to be the ones that are going to get 100,000 clicks because we're not playing the sensationalistic games. Yes, sir. So a little bit about the Howard against the cap and everything is okay with the designation they're going to save 18.5 million in the cap space according to overthecap.com mm-hmm. um, they will be responsible for 7.4 million of dead, dead space cap. based on prorated bonus money mm-hmm. without the post June 1 designation it would have saved they would have saved only 2.8 million against the cap and 23 million in dead money and um, the only drawback to the post June 1st designation they won't be able to use the cap space they created until, until June, June 1st, 1st. Yeah, which right. we, I think we've discussed we talk, with, we with talked more about people this. on that as well. It's not a big deal, whatever. And they'll have cap space. It's not, it's not an issue. That means they can put off some of the negotiations with certain people. To, they, they could actually tag hunt and then buy themselves time till June and then renegotiate that and then take the tag off. That, that's the only way I can see a tag being used on hunt or something like that. Not on Wilkins. I don't, I don't believe that. Jeremy, big O, imagine if your wife had to bring you to the radio station during your 640 and 560 days with your surgery today since nobody works at 640 these days. <laughs> uh, she would have done it. My wife's uh, a rock, dude. You know, she would have done it. We're old school, man. We do whatever we have to do. You know, that's kind of the way he and I are cut, you know. It's just, it's different. We, uh, trust me, we've had to work with people that we were like, <laughs> he and I, the 1210 and the onside experience had its moments when you would, we would look at each other like, yeah, we're not really working with some people that have our same values. <laughs> Let's just put it that way at times, yeah. I got a hangnail. I got to take a day off. What? There, there, you know, I, I, I never knew about I just realized this. At times at 1210 and onside, you and I actually experienced load management in broadcasting. There were people that are just too tired to come into work or too... They had a, a cold for a day or something. Yeah, that yeah, was funny. Hilarious. <laughs> Although the cold stuff, I don't mind, because then you spread it out to everybody else. Actually, that's a good one. 
Uh, Shane Yoakum, thank you, sir. Great show. Best coverage out there for Dolphins. Thanks. Keep up the good work. I appreciate you, sir. Zag says, Dolphins cut X and Agba. Sports Stradamus strikes again. Damn right. The Sports Stradamus. The Sports Stradamus is always here for all of you out there. Always. The Sports Tradamus has spoken. Ken Rosa, Luis Beltran, Jets Gang. Uh, let's see. Cher Bear, JR, I'd like to know what's your expectations for the Finns next year. JR, we got to finish the offseason, my friend. We got to get first through free agency, then we've got to get through the draft. And then when we're done filling all the holes, then I, you know, my expectations, your ass better get in the playoffs and start winning some playoff games. That's the basic expectation I got to give you. Chris Greer, Marvin Allen, Reggie McKenzie, Mike McDaniel, okay? Cut the shit. Let's go. Tua, Phillips, Chubb. Everybody, I know we're going to get Phillips and Chubb later on in the season, but whatever, anybody and everybody, let's go. Let's start winning playoff games, Tyreek. Hang on to the damn football. Let's go. Let's go. Let's start winning some playoff games. That's what I'm expecting. But in reality, my brother, I got to wait to see what happens in the offseason. I'm not going to make, again, the, doing a, a a mock draft now is a waste of time when you haven't done free agency yet. Talking about expectations is a waste of time until we've gone through free agency in the draft. And then we'll know what we have and the potential, and then we see what everybody else has done too. You know, all those other things. We have to take, let's get the facts in. Okay? All right? Let's not go charging somebody when we have a Russian operative giving us misinformation. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Uh, let's see. The cap over analysis started with Omar. He said for a hundred years there was, oh yeah, no, a cap. Yeah. Our boy Omar likes the, he says the cap doesn't exist and then it does exist. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's been well stated. That's how you learn from your mistakes by admitting your faults. Yeah, but they don't do that nowadays. Jamie Lobo, team friendly deal on this show. We call it low hanging fruit. Stetson O, DL, it's a beautiful day at Craig Zinn's Acura of Pembroke Pines, baby. You are correct, sir. It is a mighty beautiful day. And we're headed down the end of the month, which means lots of deals. So make sure you get your uh, butts down here and take advantage. Xavier Howard is never going to take any pay cut. Yeah, you're right about it. Yeah. They would have kept X if he was willing to work with the team, but he isn't willing to restructure or take less money. The Dolphins have done right by X. They they did more than right by X, my brother. More than right by him. Do you see any similarities between Daryl Gardner and Raekwon Davis? Not even close. I've never seen Raekwon Davis have as many explosive plays as, as Daryl Gardner did in a, like, two-year stretch. 
throughout his entire career here so far. He has been a monster, monster disappointment at sec in the second round. There's no way in the front office they can, they can be happy about that pick. And I don't know if it was theirs, if it was flow or something. I, I'm not exactly sure on that one, but it doesn't matter. It goes on them. Uh, they've hit on a ton of other people, so it doesn't matter. But Raekwon is a guy that is, uh, is an underachiever, considering his God-given ability. By the way, the new Integra 2024, folks, $329 a month right now. They got the customer appreciation sales event going on. The 2023 TLX, $399. The 2024 RDX, $459 a month, folks. Get on down here. They are the number one volume sales dealership in the United States. I mean, we've been doing it here for 14 years. And we used to say number one volume sales dealership in the Southeast United States. They were always in the top five, top four, top three. And Larry Schlossberg, since he's taken over, he has, they have slowly climbed from four to three to two and now number one in the country. So when you're going to buy an Acura, you're going to get an incredible selection, new and certified pre-owned, and you're going to get the car you want, the color you want, the style you want, the model you want, but more importantly, the price you want. So come on down here, folks, and take advantage at Craig Zinn's Acura of Pembroke Pines. A ride, a ride, a ride. Uh, stop with the Indian burial grounds. The Marlins have won two championships there. Uh, Dolphins haven't gotten it done because they're not good enough, just like the Canes. Has nothing to do with it. Now, if you want to you say that the curse of the Orange Bowl is following them, all right, you want to have some fun with that one, okay? You know, you're going to have to call Scooby and the gang to try to solve that mystery then. Brett Campbell says, X lost a step. That knee is getting worse and worse. I'm good on bringing him back. Have, have to force the development of these young bucks. I have no problem parting ways with him already at this, at this time. You, you guys know I would have gotten off the bandwagon a couple of years ago, and I was right then. When he got the 10 interceptions, he's had seven since then for the last three years. So, you know, you, you got to move on. It's time. You know, you should have traded him a few years back when you had an opportunity to get uh, an awesome load for him at that moment. What's that? Yeah, Neil Driscoll, I trust. Yes, he's a good dude. Why? What does he say? He sent out a thing with numbers, and, and again, I'm Neil, not... Uh, Neil does his homework. I'm not good with numbers, so I'm just going to go with what he has here. No, Neil has a brain. Um, Dolphins start these offseason at $38.5 million over the cap. Right. With new contracts, QB to it. He put $12 million total savings, $12.4 million. Okay. Restructures. Jalen Ramsey, $18.2 million. Bradley Chubbs, $14 million. Tyreek Hills, $12.4 million. Defensive tax, uh, tackle Zach Sealers, $4.8 million. That'll give them a savings of $49.4 million. Release Agba, Baker, Mike White, Jeff Wilson, Keon Crossing. That'll free up $32.9 million. Post-June release, cornerback Zavin Howard gives them $18.5. $94.3 million in cap space created, minus $39.5 million, which is the current cap space, equals $54.8 million in cash base before an additional $18.5 million 
Miami could have 73.3 million total in cap room. Yeah. Capocalypse? It's coming. It's going to crush us. It's ridiculous, bro. It's right. And good job, Neil. Great job, dude. Uh, the only the number that throws me off was the Tua number. I just don't understand that Oh, because one. when they reworked the deal, they lower his number from 20-something. Whatever to the 12 is what they're so, Okay, okay. So okay. they'll save that number. Yeah, I know he's a lot smarter than me. I just didn't understand where the 12 yeah. came from yeah, and the 12.4. The 22, so yeah. let's say it's a $10 million cap number instead of 22. Okay. And there's your 12. 12. That's all. That's what he's saying. And I understand all of that. So that's why I told you guys a year ago that there wouldn't be a cap issue this year at all and i've stayed with that the whole way through and all that because again i don't need to play the drama game so it doesn't really register on this show we will we'll give you something dramatic two years ago we'll tell you hey they're going to cut byron jones next year and then they'll cut x two years from now that's dramatic dramatic is when x has 10 interceptions and then I tell you, now's the time to trade X. That's dramatic. But it makes sense, right? Because he's only had seven interceptions the three seasons following that. So it kind of made sense then, right, when I said trade X, right? That's when I do the drama. You know, the whole cap, cap crisis and all that for this year. That's not drama. That's sensationalism. You know, when we tell you that Brian Flores is going to get cut in the middle of the winning streak. There's your drama. You know, shocker, it happened. So, you know, it's whatever, but that's the, kind, that's the way we're going to roll on the show. We'll stay that way. It's been pretty good for us, by the way, especially when it comes to the Dolphins. That's for sure. All right, let's do it. Hour number two. Well, technically it's not. It's really we started at 3.30. So Manny Navarro is ready to go with our Canes Wear Miami Hurricanes report. The viewpoint, statements, or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily the opinions of FantasyXS.com, media grouping, ownership, management, sponsors, or website. If you're a Miami sports fan, there's only one store to go to. And that's Canes Wear at Miami Fanwear in Davie. They're your one-stop shop for all your inner Miami CF, Canes, Dolphins, Panthers, and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t-shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2655 South University Drive in Davie. And open 24-7 online at CanesWear.com or InnerMiamiWear.com. Call them at 954-835-5597. Canes Wear, the spot where inner Miami and all Miami sports fans shop. Time for Canes fans to get what they want. Information, insight, and perspective. It's the Canes Wear Miami Hurricanes Report with Manny Navarro. Exclusively on the Big O Radio Show. Here's Big O and insider Manny Navarro. All right, all right, all right. Before I get to Manny Isais, thank you, my friend. Remember, you can support the show by making a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. And you know my favorite donations are what? Bitcoin donations, Isais. Thank you for sending us a little Bitcoin. We love that. That that see, that's the donation that keeps giving perpetually. Because it's just gonna go up and up and up and up and up. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Isais. Manny, how you doing, my friend? You, you got any Bitcoin yet? 
I have not, brother. I've been too busy coaching soccer and playing pickleball, man. I gotta, I gotta turn my focus to the right place, I guess. You didn't, you didn't get it at 16. You didn't get it at 25. You didn't get it at 30. You didn't get it at 45. Come on! <laughs> when are you gonna get on board? I gotta move. I gotta move on this stuff, man. All right, all right. Well, they got their Bitcoin DB coach, I guess, at the uh, at the at the U. Is that what it is? Yeah, they finally announced the hiring of uh, Chevis Jackson, who I think was the favorite all along. Uh, just a matter of Mario going through the process and talking to people and doing what he likes to do, which is interview people. He enjoys that for some reason. Um, he's a people and, person, uh, man. He's a, a people, people person. Chavis, uh, you know, obviously coached with Lance Gidry at Marshall two years ago and uh, played at LSU. Uh, he's coached at a couple of other places, including Kansas. Uh, but right now, uh, he's going to be a Hurricane uh, DB coach, cornerbacks coach in particular, because Gidry coaches the safeties. So uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, big position, you know, cornerback this coming season. Not a lot of experience there for Miami. He's got a lot of young guys. We'll see how good of a, of a cornerback's coach he really is. You know, somebody was asking me now to assess what I'm expecting from the Dolphins in the 2024 season. And I'm like, well, we haven't gone through the draft and free agency. First, let's get through free agency, what you lose, what you add. Let's yeah. get to a draft, and then I can assess it. What can you assess at this point? for the University of Miami because I have a hard – see, here's where, here's where I have a hard time setting expectations now for Mario because I know you recruited a bunch of players. Uh, I know your, ta your talent was better last year than it was the year before, but yet when I watch your coaching and I watch the results, yeah. I wasn't impressed. So now I have to kind of grade you on a curve – because I'm not impressed by your coaching. I don't think your coaching is a difference maker. So I get you're getting players. So how do I assess this? Am I, am I expecting the players to carry the coaching staff? Or is the coaching staff going to catch up and pass the players and kind of put them in the positions that they need to be successful? What do I do with the Canes football team? Because I have a hard time setting any kind of real expectations more than a seven or eight win team again. Yeah, it's tough to do because, you know, this is year three of, of the, of the quote unquote rebuild as Mario likes to call it. And you got yourself, you know, one of the more coveted quarterbacks in the transfer portal on Cam Ward. And I think, you know, as a university of Miami fan, you know that, Hey, the last time Miami went into the portal and got a quarterback, Derek King turned out to be pretty good yeah. his first year. Right. It was fun. They went eight and three with him. And I think you look at Cam Ward and you see a lot of similarities to Derek King, a guy who can, who can extend plays with his legs, uh, a guy who's sort of a dual threat. He's actually um, more accurate than, than King. Right. Right. But, but in terms of just what they do on the right. field, no, right? no, the I, fact I got you. It's, it's not your traditional drop back passer, a guy that gives you a different wrinkle um, than what you had with Tyler Van Dyke. Mm -hmm. You have to think, well, you've improved there, right? You've improved in the quarterback room and Tyler Van Dyke sort of wore out as welcome with, with the interceptions as the season went on. So you think you've upgraded there. I think you look at the offensive line, you say, well, that's still a very strong unit, right? So he's going to have time to throw the football. You look at receiver, he's got two of the top returning receivers in the ACC. So from an offensive perspective, right, you got Mark Fletcher, you've got uh, some other guys in the backfield that, are, that were highly touted. You think, okay, maybe this is a better offense this year. Then you flip over to the defensive side and you say, well, you, you lost James Williams, you lost Cam Kitchens. 
who, who maybe, you know, weren't superstars, but certainly going to get drafted in the NFL. They left the year early. That right. puts you in a hole in the secondary. You lose a couple of other experienced guys at cornerback. Um, I think they did well at, uh, on the defensive line in the portal. Elijah Olsen is going to be a really good player. I think, you know, getting a, a key Mesador back is going to help. So I think it's a better football team, right, on paper, based on what they did. I think it's a better football team just alone with Cam Ward. But to sit here and, and, and project on February 23rd and say Miami's going to win 10 games uh, when really – we still have to go through another transfer portal cycle. Oh, by the way, you know, we right. <laughs> this uh, this spring, we're going to see how many guys Miami loses or picks up in the portal because there's another window. So it's just really hard. I, I think they're a better football team. I think we can say that w- with some conviction. Um, but I, I don't know that what that translates to in terms of wins and losses. I think uh, the schedule's favorable. It's not loaded with um, superpowers. Florida is down. Uh, there's some other ACC teams on the schedule that are just okay. Uh, we're so, watching our boys lose to mediocre and shitty teams, dude. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not even worried about good teams. I'm worried about anybody on the schedule now. I've, I, I you know, I right. feel, I feel like Scarface getting interviewed, you know, and and getting all pulled all over the place. Say, hey, you can't do anything to me that Castro has not done already. I've already yeah. lost to FIU. I've already lost to what, what was that uh, team in uh, uh, Appalachian State? Uh, I almost lost to what was it? No, Mid- Middle Tennessee State. They didn't Middle Tennessee State. That's in Middle Tennessee State. Lost to Georgia Tech. I mean, lost to Rutgers in the bowl game. Lost to Rutgers. Yeah, just why don't you just keep you know bitch slapping me here while at it? You know what I'm saying? So. I worry about ever that's that's exactly the point of my question is that yeah. no matter what you added I'm still nervous as hell about well, anything that goes on with this team dude god Mario has to prove that he can get this program to to play at the level he still hasn't gotten there they still have yet to prove that they can play like the old University of Miami nobody no has way. done that no Mark way. Rick did it with a lot of smoke and mirrors in 2017, and then it all fell apart down the stretch yeah. when they lost to Pittsburgh and the ACC championship and then the bowl game. So nobody nobody in 20 years has been able to get Miami to look like Miami again. Why do I think Mario Cristobal will? Because I think he has gotten the talent level in a lot of ways better than others have had it. And I get it. People have said, well, Miami's had talent for years. I disagree. I ha- look at the NFL. I have one. It's not sco- the same level. I have one school for you, Texas A and M. Class yeah. after class, and Jimbo didn't get it done. And class after class, so right. you know sometimes I get you can bring in the talent. You know what I'm saying? And and Shula right. was bringing in decent talent, but then here comes some guy named Nick, and yeah. all of a sudden it's you know different results. At Alabama, you know what I'm saying? So that I just, I still need to see Mario. And that's where, I, it's funny, I can't put, I, I can't, I'm not even putting any expectations on this team anymore right now. I can't. You, you can't. You can't until, I mean, it's been 20 years. I mean, what, they, what, what expectations do they deserve? I, I mean, I, I know the uh, Las Vegas came out with nine and a half wins as uh, the win total. Some of the early numbers uh, for this coming season. That was after adding Cam Ward. Nine and a half should be what it is every year at Miami, yeah. right? Like based on what your your talent background is, that should always be the number yeah. until the next coach can come in here 
and and get them to a national championship contending level. I don't know that that, that Miami will ever get to that. I said that 15 years ago. I know to my editor Walter Villa. I no, said you that. said it I said, on I don't this know show. That Miami... You said it on I this said show on this for show? years. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I I don't know that they will ever get back there because it's a different ball game in college football and the the way power has shifted now to conference. It didn't matter before what conference you were in, right? Miami dominated when they were. And independent. They got to the Big East. They kicked everybody's ass. It didn't matter. It matters now what conference you're in. It matters. It's going to matter when it comes to the playoff spots. It's going to matter. I mean, look at FSU. Went 13-0 and got left out of the party. Why? Because they were in the ACC. So I don't know how much more evidence you need that it matters what what conference you're in. And, and, and that's not the way college football was when Miami was successful. So no. right now they're in an inferior conference. And, and they're Mario an inferior team. And they're an inferior yeah. team, let's be honest now. And let me, let me lead you to something that I just thought of that I don't think most of us are not thinking about this because we're not playing chess and looking ahead mm -hmm. of time. So FSU's gotten, gotten kind of cold with this whole transfer crap and get the hell out of the conference and all that. And there might be a loophole that they could try to challenge or whatever, okay? Let's say it never happens, fine. But let's say it does happen, and then there's a loophole and they find their way out. If you're the University of Miami, you have to realize from here on out, nobody is bringing you along anymore because of your right. logo. Your reputation died years ago because it's been so long it doesn't even exist anymore. So if these two power conferences want to grow more in the future and add a few more teams, it behooves Miami to turn this program around with a quickness in the next couple of years and become a really sexy powerhouse. So that way, the Big Ten or the SEC say, oh, no, no, we can use that now. We can use that now. But if you're an also-run, which is what the, the Canes are, they're a middling team. At best, they're a middling team, by the way. At, on their best years, they're a middling team. If not, they're lesser than that. They have lost all their luster. And so what you need to do is get back on track and become a monster again so you can become that sexy girl that everybody wants to take to the prom because that was part of their sexiness when even they were an independent. And it, you know, yep. it got to a point where you know, people were afraid to play them, but they still took them on because it brought ratings and it brought fans and all kinds of stuff. The use, you know, that, that shit is dying for them. They really need to get back to being relevant so they can get to the big bucks again because if they don't get relevant, I don't know how they join the party of the SEC or the Big Ten. And that's why I really, I've said, and I'm not trying to be overdramatic when I said this when Mario got hired, but I basically said, if he if he doesn't pan out, this yeah. might be over yeah. for Miami. It might just be done. Right. Because I don't know that you can resurrect uh, a program that's been dormant for that long, especially in the world that we're living in now, as that's I mentioned, where the SEC and Big, and, and Big Ten are at such a huge advantage. And and once you fall out of it, there's really no coming back. Um, Remember, there point. wasn't big money. Coaches right. weren't getting paid. 
there, there, there wasn't anything like what there used to be when, when the, when the U was the U. College mm-hmm. football was nothing, bro. You, you could find coaches left and right. Now the up and coming coaches are scooped up right away, and they're paid a boatload of money. And because of everything that's established now, you nailed it. The, the roadmap that existed then allowed a, a pirate to come out of anywhere and become, you know, uh, everything. Now an independent will die in today's world. It's just, it's just not going to happen for you, man. It really won't. And, that, and that's what makes, you know, you, you kind of have to watch Notre Dame as well, right? Notre Dame for years has been able to survive on its brand name. But they also haven't won a national title in a long time either. Yeah. And, and uh, but they know, have they've, the network. they've had... They have the network power. They've had, they've had the network, but they've also been very, very resistant to joining the Big Ten for a long time. Is that going to change in the next five oh, years? Oh, it will. It I will. Think, I think it, so. I they think had so. the luxury of doing that. Now right. the conference money has caught up and maybe even passed them. So now right. they're going to then have to – now they're going to have to get into the fold. But at the moment, mm-hmm. for decades, they didn't have to. They could be their own standing brand. It, that's yeah. not going to happen anymore with what the Big Ten and the SEC are doing. It's too much of a power move, bro. Too much. Yeah, and 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 this whole expansion now to fourteen teams, and and you know the SEC wanting to have four guaranteed teams in the Big Ten, and it, it this is this is what they were plotting all along, brother. This is what it was all about. Yeah. It's uh, shorten, you know, close the size of the club, only let certain people in, and you know those people share the money. So. Miami's time is now. They need Mario Cristobal to get this thing rolling. Right now, you have a lot of people who have invested money into into Mario and the program and the getting you know these players here through NIL. Um, he's got to win. He's got to yeah. win. He's yeah. got to get this thing back. Yeah, he, he definitely does, man. Uh, so, uh, but by the way, uh, are you you're you're an Apple guy, right? Yes. Did you did you download Apple Sports? I have not. Dude, you should download check it out. You should download Apple Sports because you put all your favorite teams, right? And like, mm-hmm. you know, yesterday I I you know, like you see the app and I have, you know, FAU, FIU, men's women, UM. Nice. Uh, and it's all there. Uh, you know, and then you, you know, like if you want, you tap into the uh, the the Florida Panthers one and the Canes and all that. And it's actually really cool. And I ask you about this one. You should get it because everybody should have it because yeah. you can control it. And every day you have just your, your local games. And you have them all there. Uh, but uh, your broadcast debut, my brother. Talk to me. Yes. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up, Bo. Uh, last night I called my first uh, college basketball game for ESPN Plus with uh, A.J. Ricketts, who's super talented. He's only 31 years old, though. This guy is a, is a rising star, UM grad. Uh, works for FIU and, and is one of their play-by-play guys. Really, really talented. But he he did a great job setting uh, a, an old sports writer up to uh, pretend to be a, a color analyst for for two hours. Oh, please, you can and thankfully, it. the game was uh, the game was good. FIU won seventy-six seventy-one. It was uh, a really uh, a thrilling second half, as thrilling as it can be for a team that's only won nine games this year and struggled. Yeah. But the, the ladies uh, are the, the ladies are the ones having a good season actually. And they right, lost. Right. And they lost, I believe, last night, I think, unfortunately. Right? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happened. So, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's fun. I'm getting an opportunity to do that stuff with FIU now, call a few games and, and expand my horizons a little bit. And, you know, it's ESPN Plus, which I know some people you got to pay for, right? You got to have the extra access. But that's yeah. the world we live in now. And 
but hopefully I get some more opportunities to call some games in the future. I, I know I'm going to be doing some baseball and some softball games and maybe football down the road. Nice, nice. Weren't you on the call with uh, George Richards on the softball? Yes, that's right. That's we, right. We, we did softball for one inning, and then the uh, the new equipment that they installed at the softball stadium crapped out on us after one <laughs> inning, and so George and I sat what? there uh, just watching the game for four innings, and then uh, they, they waved us off and said, hey, we're, we're trying to get this thing fixed. Uh, we're re- we apologize. You'll still get paid. Uh, thanks for showing up. So uh, this was my real debut, uh, yeah. ESPN+. Yeah. Plus. Well, I listened to the one inning. Yeah, well, well, welcome to the reality of, uh, of this world, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, it happens. It happens, man. And live, and there's nothing like live, bro. You can't hide. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. All right, my brother, what do you got going on in the athletics so folks can check you out? Well, I mean, look, spring football is going to start March 4th. Miami's opening camp then, and and people probably want to say, well, who who do they still have, and who left, and who are they bringing in? I, I did a couple of articles this week, uh, looking at the 11 best transfer uh, transfer slash. Uh, recruiting additions to the roster. I ranked those guys, and then I did a, a, a 24. So you got 35 players that I that I wrote about uh, as far as spring football and and you know just what this team is going to look like. The, essentially, the 35 most important players going into uh, the start of camp. Love it. All right, man. Follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro, and where you can keep up with his broadcast schedule. You already got a next game or what? Yes, I will be doing FIU baseball. I, I think, yeah, FIU baseball. I think it's March 4th. They play Seton Hall, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so I'll cool. be doing, uh, that's like a Monday night, uh, 6 p.m. I know Seton Hall is not necessarily a baseball power, but uh, hey, you know what? It's uh, it's another game for me to call, and, and I'll be on there with AJ again. So that'll be that'll Have be some fun. fun, bro. Get some experience. Do it, man. Play-by-play and color you, is thank fun, you. bro. It's fun. It's fun stuff. It is. All right, Manny. Thank you, my brother. Have a great weekend. All right, I'll take care, man. You See got you it. Canesware, baby, all you need is our code, Big O10, whether you're online at canesware.com, and if you order over $99, you're going to get free shipping. You use our code, Big O10, you will get 10% off. If you go in person at 2655 South University Drive in Davie, you can use our code, Big O10, and you will get it off. They got anything and everything with the Canes logo on it. They've got Inter-Miami gear, messy jerseys, messy shirts, Miami Heat, Miami Marlins, Florida Panthers. What else am I missing? Am I missing anything else? All the local teams. They've got them there at Canesware. Go say hi to Brett and Jeff and all the amazing people out there. They know how to get it done at Canesware.com. Welcome to Canesware. New store, new items, same great experience. Family-owned and operated since 2010, Canesware has the latest merchandise from the Miami Hurricanes, Miami Dolphins, Florida Panthers, Inter-Miami CF, and more. Come visit us at our store in Davie on University Drive, just south of 595, or online at canesware.com. Canesware, the spot Miami fan shop. A ride, a ride, a ride. Bruce Wilson, you are correct, sir. X has not played up to his inflated salary the past two years. That's why he... He wants to come back. He got to. He has to take a major pay cut because he's been getting overpaid for for a while now. Still need patience with the Canes, Marcellus, brother. The there's not much more patience to have. Uh, Mario needs to come up with some serious results in the next couple of years here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're getting into year three already. It's and 
I haven't seen a lot of improvement. I know the talent's better, but the coaching is not. Uh, Lofi says, next year our defense might, the, might be the worst in our own division. Lots of pieces to be figured out. And uh, It's too early, bro. You're reacting uh, like uh, I see some of the writers, too. You got to wait to see what they draft and what they add in free agency and who improves from the roster the year before and all that. You just never know. And you know what needs to happen more than anything, Lofi? The offense needs to start carrying the team more. And that's where you must improve the line and the running game, Lofi. That's, see, that's where I think some of you kind of miss the, the boat here. You know, yeah, you need a good defense, and you need to make some stops. And you need to make timely stops, right? But the one factor that I need the Dolphins to get across is they need to become a much more physical and dominating offense. The team gets bailed out by the defense way too much. And it depends on the defense way too much for the last 10 plus years, maybe 20. And rarely does the the offense lead the charge. And you have an offensive-minded coach. That's your head coach. That needs to be what leads this team. So that's what needs to change. And then you'll have a better defense because you can keep them fresher. But if you're going to throw them out there because, you know, you're going to have a bunch of three and outs and you're going to do irresponsible play calling and all kinds of stuff and you're not going to dedicate yourself to the run and things like that, then you create trickle-down effects. Okay? And that's what ends up happening. When you make stupid decisions like keeping Chubb and, and at the end of a fourth quarter when the game is over and it's a 30-point loss and he's three minutes left in the game and why are you there? These are the stupid things that set you back and set your own team back. And when you're running the ball and you stop running the ball and now you fail on offense, now you're putting your defense back out there again. There's a lot of things that come to game management that needs to get better with Mike McDaniel drastically and it better improve drastically this year because I will be losing my shit if it doesn't. I don't have any more patience for Mike McDaniel and his goofiness on the sidelines. None. I'm done with patience. I need to see results on the sidelines now. I'm going to be incredibly critical of Mike McDaniel this year if he continues doing stupid shit on the sidelines. Okay? Because it affects everything and anything that goes on with this team and all of his players. Because he doesn't manage the game. So if anything, I need the offense to pick it up. Um, let's see. Marcellus. No expectations, no disappointment, LOL. Yeah, it's kind of. I think FSU got left out more because of the Q. Yeah, no, that's what it was. It was the QB. Definitely a QB. Uh, college football is destroying itself. Kind of. Yeah. Mario has to represent better. Cubans can coach football. Come on, Mario. We need you to produce. Uh, brother, I don't care about Cuban or Haitian or Angolan or I don't give a shit where you come from. I don't care what color you are. I need you to win, bro. 
I need you to win. And I'm a big Mario guy, and I am looking bad. Looking bad. I'm looking like I made the wrong suggestion because I was all in on Mario. That's all I can say. Right now, I look like I was wrong. That's all I can tell you. And I better see him improve. And it's not, I don't need him to do it for Cubans, bro. You know, Cubans can do it for themselves. Puerto Ricans can do it for themselves. Okay? Everybody, every nationality, y'all can do it for yourselves. Okay? I don't need Mario to succeed for us Cubans. All right? I need Mario to succeed for us Canes. Okay? I don't care about Cubans. I care about Canes right now. All right? Mario doesn't do shit for Cubans. By the way, Cubans aren't the number one draft picks and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay? You know, maybe if he was, you know, coaching baseball, you know, maybe he can steal a few Cubans to help him out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I need him to win so he can smoke some Cubans. You know, we do cigars a lot better than football, actually. Anybody seen Lewis Sharp? All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I lost, like, so many of you with that Sharp one. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you, did you see the EA Sports thing? No, what happened? With the college football? No. For the name, image, and likeness? No. The thing is, they're going to get the game. And six hundred dollars for their name. Oh yes, but they have yes, 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 and they have to apply. Like they have to, they have to sign a release or some shit like that just to get the money. Yeah, right. (laughs) And and most of them are going to say, "Screw you." They're not going to take six. Well, you know, the punter might take six hundred bucks. You know, the 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 fourth string. Yeah, or the smaller schools, those guys will take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bigger schools, the power fives, where the guys, those guys are making money. Six hundred dollars, I make that in an hour. Get out of here! Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's true. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Really hoping the salary cap increases helps our needs. Yeah, it'll help, man. It, it increases every year. I don't know. You may want to tell some of the media members that uh, the cap increases every year. Maybe not thirty million, but it does increase every year. Uh, oh, cap going up. Doesn't it mean more money for players? Yes, it does. But in this case, you needed the cap space in order to work it. So, yes, uh, you will have to – salaries change. You don't get any more players for it, but you have more cap space to kind of work the players that you do need. So it helps. It's going to help. It's not going to make anybody that, oh, I get, you know, four extra players now or something. No, that's not how it goes. Uh, let's see. Big O, got to give it to you. You have a magic eight ball. The Cuban brujeria from Hialeah is working. You know it, man. I know Alec Ingle doesn't run much, but in, four, in his four-year career, his four-year career long is four yards. Yeah, well, he's not, he's not there for running, bro. Actually, actually, he catches more than he runs. Huh? Has he ever had a carry at all, honestly, with the dog? I don't remember him carrying the yeah, ball. Yeah, no, he's had a carry. Yeah, he's had a carry or two or three. He's had a couple carries, but uh, he's actually caught the ball more. Oh, and there was one that there was, I still remember his first year. He had one down the sidelines. That was, I think he dropped it and it was just perfect. It would have been a big gainer for him, but he's there to block, dude. He's there to protect. He's there to block and he, and he can pass catch a little bit. That's kind of what he does. He's not really there to run. But going back to my last point, get a punishing runner 
to then complement a guy like Ingold. Um, our boy Brooks from last year can be his backup. Why do you think I say I want Derrick Henry? Because I need you to get more. I need you to have. I need this offense to have an attitude with the finesse. I can't have you be a complete finesse team because we got to go to December and January and February. We 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 run into bad weather and and tough teams and tough defenses. You need to be a a, a more physical unit. That's the way I look at it. Okay. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yes. What? Two carries. Okay. And how many catches? Two carries for Ingold, and how many catches? 13 catches. Yeah, out of 16 targets. And I'm still, and I'm still cringing from that one that year, in his first year that, dude, that was, would have been a beautiful play. It was a, I, I think it was a wheel route, if I'm correct, if I remember it correctly. Anyway.